From Bureaucracy's basement to your ears, this is the weekly meeting of the Queen City Improvement Bureau. Every week, the dedicated staff of the Bureau meet in the sub-sub-basement of City Hall to draft policy, make recommendations, and generally survive by drinking the condensation from the boiler water pipes. Boiler pipe water. Maybe one day they'll escape from the hell of their sub-basement. But until then... The city's not going to improve itself. This meeting is now in session. Hey. Hey. How are you doing? It's good. I'm doing great. Last week was my birthday. Oh, congratulations and happy birthday. Thank you very much. I'm not going to (laughs) sing. That's... Because it's a terrible song. That's it is uh, a terrible. I don't song. want us to have to pay royalties for this meeting. Exactly. Yes. Uh, so yeah. Well, I mean, we could have found something in the public domain. I suppose. Yeah, like an old timey ragtime tune. But hey there, it's your birthday. Hey there, <laughs> it's your birthday. Hope you feel a little bit older, cause you're gonna die. Hey, woo! That's good. That's good. Good, good bit of a uh, ragtime pessimism for you. Yeah. Uh, Learned off of 78 we got down here. <laughs> Alley hoop. Uh, anyway, so uh, what do we got on the agenda today? Oh, wait, my birthday. I went to the zoo. Oh, did you? I did. And I, what did you see at the zoo? Uh, I, I did not see the American elk, a.k.a. the wapiti. Okay. It was... <laughs> did you feel ripped off? <laughs> I was here for the wapiti. Oh, here. Yeah, I actually walked through the doors. I, I paid my money and said, I am here for the Wapiti. And I, I checked my top hat. Right. <laughs> and when I came out, I said, you can keep your top hat. I'll come back when there's a Wapiti. <laughs> I think it was sleeping. Um, I did, however, see an American kestrel. Oh, those yeah. are a lovely bird. Yeah, they're very nice. saw so lynx. Mm-hmm. They smell bad. Do they? they, they, they really I didn't do. know that about lynxes. Um, they have they, well, they it's like a musk, and they just yeah, you know when the lynx is around, right? So, uh, and I saw a couple of grizzlies. Uh huh. But you know when they're around because they're huge. Yep. You can see them. Yep. And they uh, they eat you. They try to. Yeah. yeah. This this these ones didn't. There was a fence, and they looked kind of bored. Um, one of them actually just slumped on a rock, and then just kept on baring its teeth. I just I think it was just bored. So, anyway, uh, saw, and saw various huh. others. Saw some monkeys. Which saw, which uh, which zoo was this? The Saskatoon Zoo. The Saskatoon Forestry zoo. Farm Park right. and Zoo. Huh. I didn't so, know they had monkeys and stuff. There. They do. They have. Uh, they've got some capuchins uh, and uh, and some goldie mon- goldies. I'm not sure exactly right. what. The, but anyway, one of them was a baby clinging to its mother's back. That oh, was, that's lovely. That was actually very cute. Yeah. Yeah. Did so, it make up for not seeing a wapiti? <laughs> Barely. I wanted. I wanted to get my wapiti on, as they say, but didn't. And how? And how? Well, I, there were pronghorns. So oh, those are pretty close. Those are. Those are. I mean, they're no wapiti. No, they're no wapiti. But they're they're something. Uh, yeah. Uh, but by oh, and there were bald eagles. Saw a couple of bald eagles. Oh, yeah. They are apparently. We always associate the majestic cry of the falcon with the bald eagle. Thank mm-hmm. you. Uh, but that's not the noise they make. What do they do? They make a sort of a weak twittering sound. <laughs> oh, really? That's yeah. so sad. They sound more like they're complaining about like they've... Being like, bald? <laughs> yeah, being bald or like they've... They sound like they've lost a coupon to something and they're very <laughs> upset. <laughs> I can't go to Costco. Hello. So, yeah. 
so oh, yeah. but anyway yeah, beautiful birds sound, sound pretty sound pretty lame uh, and I think and I can understand why at some point probably Disney probably but uh, you know when they're not throwing lemmings off a cliff they were mm-hmm. dubbing in a falcon over a bald eagle <laughs> uh, anyway but I'm back. I had to come back. Uh, to know, do a meeting. To do a meeting, yeah. Right. We should get on that. Yes. Uh, start with attendance. Sure. So let's, let's see. Let's I see. love that idea. Let's see what all is here. Okay. Okay. Our first attendee, uh, Nee Chud Pal. Uh, no. Nee Chud Pal. Nobody's answering to that name. Nee Chud Pal. Oh, wait. No. No. Um, yeah, according to IMDb, um, that's actually character uncredited, played by Lazo Corona, Hungarian Spanish actor who landed a part in uh, the movie Chud. Oh. Cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers. Yeah, what did he play in that? Uh, he played Nee Chud Pal, a guy who unwisely tries to befriend the Chud, dies and screams out "Nee!" like that. And, oh. But uh, the scene never even like made it to the into the film. Oh, so. that was too bad. So, so much for Lazo Corona's uh, fame, because he doesn't have any, yeah. except now, right here. You know, I bet you, the world that we live in right now, he could make a fortune doing autographs and talking about Chud on the convention circuit. I bet he could. Yep. 40 bucks uh, forty bucks a signature. Yep. I'm sure he'd do great. Um, oh, hold on. I think I made a mistake here. I mixed up the letters and his name. Oh, sorry, it should be Paul Deschenes. That's me. Oh, okay. I'm Paul Deshane, and I am present. Are you, um, were you ever in Chud? Ah, sadly, no. Oh, I wish yeah. I was. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. Uh, I auditioned. Really? Yeah. Huh. But, um, yeah, my scream. It <laughs> just, you know, they were like, you really don't sound like you're, you're scared. You sound more like you've lost a coupon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of like that. I can't do yeah. it anymore because I went through puberty. Right, so. I understand. Yeah. So you, I you, scream like a girl now. So yeah, so, so you 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 thought you were the Falcon of, of bit part actors, but you turned out to be the Bald Eagle. Uh huh. I get yeah. you. Okay, um, uh, another attendee. Uh, and I am no gar. And I am no gar. Yeah, it was a rallying cry of a funny subset of Fabian socialists um, <laughs> that became obsessed with distinguishing themselves from fish. Yeah. Yeah, like, no, no, we're not Gar, they said. And um, that's yeah. why they probably didn't make more of an impact on yeah. the world. Well, the internecine squabbles between yeah. all those, like, groups was, like, so... And they were, like, splitting up into, like, different subsets yeah. of groups all the time. You I can know. understand why it came down to I'm have to distinguish ourselves from fish. I, yeah, and, and, like, it went... It just it kept on... Like, some said, no, we're not Gars. Those were, like, we're different than minnows. Mm-hmm. More like Gars. It was just... It was a nightmare. I am no trout. Um, no trout, for example. Yep. Yeah, I mean that's once again the left eats itself. Oh, yeah, <laughs> right, <laughs> like a big seafood meal. Mm, now I'm hungry. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, I had seafood ramen on my oh yeah yeah on my birthday trip. Oh nice. Um, yeah, and it was good. It was very good. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Kaiseki seafood ramen. Cool. It's highly recommended. So, what's the name of the restaurant? Japa Bowl. And that's up in Saskatoon. Up in Saskatoon, I wouldn't. The name is terrible, but the restaurant is really good. Okay. Just on Broadway. Okay. Anyone who anyone who wants good ramen, go there. I also went to Sticks and Stones, which is another ramen joint. Not quite as good as I was hoping. Mm-hmm. There is no wapiti on the menu. Just okay. to start with. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> you were denied once again. Once again. 
I got to get my, I came and said, give me my wapiti. And they're like, sir, we, uh, this is a ramen joint. Maybe the people at the zoo knew that you were coming to the zoo to eat wapiti ramen. And so they hid the wapiti from you. Possibly. I mean, I was really all over social media on my, like, wapiti ramen at the zoo thing. Right. And were you wearing the wapiti ramen shirt that you're wearing right now? Yes. Hmm. I was. That was not smart. Yeah. I mean, I thought, I mean... I was. I thought nobody would notice because I was wearing like camel pants. Uh huh. So you know, the camouflage, right? Yeah. I thought I could just slip in visible, but the whole top hat thing, which said "Give me that, give me that, wapiti ramen" yeah. on it, just. I, I realized this was which a you, plan, you guys probably. can get these hats and shirts in the Queen City Improvement Bureau store. Yes. The wapiti ramen shirt. Yeah. Yeah. And when when the meeting's over, you can exit through the gift shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird the gift shop at the zoo was not open. What? That was really strange. That is incredibly strange. Because, I mean, what what, what self-respecting anything does yeah. not have, does not keep its gift shop open in the middle of the day. Yeah. And this would explain why you didn't get me a Wild Planet stuffed gibbon, well, like I asked. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, there's other reasons why I didn't get you that gibbon. No, it was just because the, clo- the store was closed. No, I also did not want to. Okay. Yeah. But more okay. importantly, the store was closed. Okay. Yeah. Right. Hey, do we have quorum? No, we don't have quorum. I'm Man, sorry. I worked so hard to get quorum. And once upon... I mean, we've got, like, Gar people. We've got, like, um, that Lazlo Corona Chad guy. And there's us. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. I realized that um, the Gar people aren't here. Right. I so, think, yeah, see? No quorum. I know what's happened. I mixed up the letters. It's a yeah. little awkward. Uh, should read Aiden Morgan. Oh, that's you. Oh, okay. I didn't realize we did that. I didn't realize we had not done that part of the bit. I didn't. I didn't realize that either. I was like, wait a minute, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Right. Hi, Aiden. Hi. Welcome to the meeting. Thank you very I'm much. I'm glad you're present. Do we have a guest today? We have no guest. Oh, uh, we're guestless. Yeah, we were totally guestless. Guest free. Hey, Aiden. Yeah. Do you know what a tender is? I do. I do. do. Tell I'm, me about I'm it. I'm familiar. Uh, a tender, uh, I believe it's like a kind of chicken. Uh, well, it's an adjective that you can apply to chicken. Yeah. Yep. Or pretty much anything, really. Mm-hmm. Well, anything that is tender. Tender feelings. Tender feelings. Mm-hmm. Tender Tender moments. Tender moments. Uh, yeah. So tender is when the city needs something. Oh. And uh, they yes. put out a request for tender, asking, like, you know, suppliers in the, the community to put in bids. Say, hey, we can do it for this much. Does they ask really tenderly? Is that how Well, no, they don't, actually. Mm-hmm. They ask in, like, a big wad of, like, about 200 pages of bureaucraties. Oh. Uh, that I can't believe anybody would bother reading. <sighs> so, as you know, we have been, as the Queen City Improvement Bureau, endeavoring to make the city's tenders... Uh, more tender right. and more accessible Yes, and uh, with our tender moments and so I have one uh, there's a new tender out it is about backfilling the capital point hole well let's let's listen to this alright here we go Yeah. 
1971 Albert Street, Regina, Saskatchewan. Capital Point site work began to date. It's mainly been excavation. The owner still swears any day construction will begin in earnest on 27 stories of condominiums. Of so far as only stories of temporary shoring sustaining what looks increasingly like a permanent depression. And that's why we're posting a public tender to find someone to fill up our hole with your tons of dirt. Come on, make us whole. Yeah, dump your load of good old prairie earth deep into our hole. We'll make it worth your while to fill up our hole with your tons of dirt. You gotta know what to do with all that dirt. You use it to fill up holes. History always makes way for the future. Those were the last words Good Time Charlie heard before coming down. Today that shabby watering hole is just a shabby hole. I guess there's always got to be a dive somewhere downtown. Eight years on, that corner is full of pigeons and promises. And big surprise, appeals from lawyers. Sure, a bulldozer will bury their capital dreams, but do you remember how they said history always makes way for the future? <laughs> well, that's why we're posting a public tender to find someone to fill up our hole. With your tons of dirt, come on, make us whole. Yeah, dump your load of good old prairie earth deep into our hole. We'll make it worth your while to fill up our hole. That's it for our tender moment. Oh, that was uh, that was very poignant. Oh, I wasn't going for poignant. Oh, I was going for informative. Oh yes, well I did find it informative, although um, it didn't tell us it didn't tell prospective tenderies where to you know respond. Yeah, what the dates were. It was spectacularly uninformative. Yeah, uh, but. Very poignant. Yeah, kind of ran out of time. I, I understand. Yeah. yeah, no, but it is August thirtieth. If you are a prospective tendery, uh, August thirtieth, two p.m. Central Standard Time. Get your uh, bids in to the uh, uh, ambassador's desk or the fifth floor purchasing branch. Nice. Yeah, and do it before the end of the day. Yeah, you know, actually, okay, so when I started doing these things, that was part of the sort of ulipo constraint that I had set up for myself, <laughs> is that I had to work in all of the details from the tender into each of these, these like, stupid things that I was putting together, and uh, I, I, I started to feel like that was that was starting to get a little bit tired, and so I decided to do something different this time, oh. take it out, but yeah, you're right, it's, it's, it's not like they could put this in an ad and then get uh, people put sending in tenders, that's not enough info. No. Yeah. But I think that's why they're here, right? Yeah. Well, this is, well that was I'm, I'm strangely moved. Uh-huh. Uh Anyways, mm. should mention. Yes. We are the Queen City Improvement Bureau mm-hmm. on ninety-one point three FM CJTR. Yep. Yeah, you know it. Regina. Uh-huh. Community. Yeah. <laughs> Radio. That too. Yep. And I'm Paul. Mm, I believe so. 
and that is it. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, that's. I mean, it's it's sewn onto my skin, so yep. I, I'm. I was trying to like sew something onto like a onto my shirt. Oh. And it turns out when you do that, when you sew name tags onto your clothing, don't be wearing the clothing at the time. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's handy because now, like, I've, I wonder, I just look at my chest and there it is. Right. So it's good. Do you consider it a body mod? Is that like a piercing? It's like a biohack. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, 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 hacking, I'm hacking my own self. But it's an analog biohack. Uh, bio yeah, that's that's the most radical kind of hack there right. is. So, analog biohacking. Right. Yeah. yeah like I shoved a record in my butt once. Does that <laughs> count? Yeah, that's that's hacking. Um, yeah. I mean, if you if you were able to play it, maybe I could. Maybe you could. You know, I wonder if there's a record, like a, a record number of records shoved in one's butt. <laughs> I bet you there isn't. <laughs> we could get that. So we should, to fame. We should contact Guinness, and uh, and then let nature take its course. <laughs> Yep, how many records jammed between butt cheeks? <laughs> okay, this this meeting is flying off the rails. Yes, fast. yes. Uh, there is a re there's uh, another reason to uh, be talking about Capital Point today, which we seem to be talking about constantly. But it's it's a it's a going concern. It is a constantly developing story that we have to uh, we have to keep our fingers on because there could have be ramifications for the city and its improvement. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, there the appeal. Is going on right now. Westgate, the people who own the site, are appealing the uh, city's order to fill in the hole, mm -hmm. and uh, that is before the Saskatchewan Building and Accessibility Standards Appeal Board right now. And our friend Arthur White from the Leader Post, who was our guest uh, in last week's meeting, has been. Uh, he wrote uh, today. He or I guess it was yesterday. Uh, he wrote a fantastic blow-by-blow -blow of the second day of the appeal hearings, and uh, it was a thrilling read. I highly recommend everybody track it down and cool. read it. Um, so what was going on is the first day, the day before yesterday, uh, the Westgate engineer came in and said, everything is totes cool, don't fret, wire your knickers in a twist, Right. come on, we've got like We've got shoring in there, and it is so good. And yes, the site was in kind of disrepair, and there was some shifting and some cracking, and things weren't looking good. You caught it, and you told us, and we fixed it, you know, back in the fall yes. after it had been there for like eight years. Good job, everyone. Yeah. Yes. So it's all good. It's all good now. Why trust us? <laughs> and uh, so today, it was the city's engineer who came in and said, yeah, no. That is... <laughs> That is, Toad's not the case. Uh -huh. uh, he argued that um, uh, Bright Cleaners and Tailors, uh, the building on the north of the site, right. which we haven't talked about a lot, yeah, it's in danger, according to him. Or it could be in danger, according to him. If there's more shifting, it's uh, you know its foundation is like basically close to being exposed, and. Um, there are apparently a bunch of like gas lines and stuff on that north side. There's like a big, you know, okay. like a whole bunch of them things going through there. And you know, those things have a tendency to, you know, not appreciate uh, shifting and moving shifting and cracking and, and yeah. bending. Yeah. So yeah, he's like, let's. We need to fill this hole in now. And um, the, the one of the things that he pointed to 
as kind of like, you know, his, his like trump card, he laid it down, is that Westgate's original engineer, Isherwood, Ge uh, Isherwood Geostructural Engineers, they were the ones who said the site isn't going to be safe forever. And they were the ones who told uh, Westgate, you guys have to fill this in immediately. Well, so it was their own engineer who said this. And that's what the city's uh, operating under the advice of. And after giving that advice, Isherwood uh, kind of, you know, messed off, took off. <laughs> and no longer uh, works for Westgate. Wow. Which I think is a telling detail. So they basically said, this is an unsafe place, and... We're not sending our people there to check it again. Yes. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and, and the thing that's interesting um, that, that I enjoyed, the city's engineer... Uh, is an engineer who has a who's known for uh, working on the stadium. The engineer that uh, Westgate has retained and is giving the advice that everything mm -hmm. is okay is the engineer uh, is an engineer who worked on the bypass. Oh, and I don't know if you remember, but back on January 25th, the uh, provincial NDP were screaming bloody murder about uh, soil falling away and holes appearing underneath the uh, bypass on Tower Road. Right. So, hmm. yeah, that's, uh, that's seems, the guy. Seems like this guy's Same good guy. at holes. Yeah. yeah. Well, then I guess he's an expert. Yes. Yeah. yeah exactly. He, he, can, he can advise on them. He can create them, mm -hmm. um, even when he not, doesn't intend to. Exactly. So, yeah, sounds to me like um, vacancies and depressions just follow this person around. Right. Well, yeah. Maybe he's a, you know, like a god of holes. What? God. He doesn't even know it. Wherever he goes, goes holes whole, follow him. Right. Because they love him so much. <laughs> this, this feels like kind of like a Princess Mononoke thing where there's some like little weird forest spirits following people around. Yeah. yeah I love that. Yeah, I'm actually ripping off Douglas Adams. But, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, there, there you go. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm, I'm perfectly willing to believe that. Yeah. And actually, the stadium is actually kind of like an elevated, carefully controlled hole. That's a really good point. I never looked at it that way yeah. before. They they've, they built basically seats and walls around a, a, a hole. I've always thought of it it's as... in the air. They just like to find it. Yeah. I've always thought of it as like an Audi belly button. No. That, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like the hole in the belly of the city, but it, you know, kind of... Just a little turned out. Yeah. It's the navel. Yeah, the umphalos. I yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. Perfect for a piercing. <laughs> People do that, right? I don't yeah, think a, gi a gigantic ring. Just, yeah. yeah. I have an any I'm not some freak. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Uh, yeah, so that uh, that hearing is continuing. So I'm. this is already like day-old material. I don't know what happened. If I don't know if the appeal continued today, uh, there is, as far as I know, no decision has been made. I'm sure Arthur will keep us up to date. There will probably sure. be a story available when we, you know, finish the meeting. If we check uh, the leader post, they have an evening edition, I imagine. I imagine so. Yeah. So when you say day old, you mean like a donut? Yep, day old like a donut. With, with its holes. With its holes. Ah. Yeah, exactly. I'm starting to see a pattern. Yeah. A pattern of holes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so yeah, that's uh, that's where we're at. Um, anyways, if this goes through, I guess we should give a little bit more context. If Westgate is successful, this appeal could stop 
the city from filling in the hole. Right now, the city has been told it is allowed to carry on with getting somebody to fill in the hole. Mm-hmm. Uh, they weren't they weren't stopped from like carrying out their own order. Um, but if this appeal succeeds, the hole will stay. So that's that's what's on the line here. I like that. Make. Oh, hey, what? Um, we have we have a. Uh, I know we're heading into the innovative revenue tools section. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually have a tweet with a <coughs> no. with an IRT suggestion. I want to hear that. Okay. First of all, what is an IRT? I um, I wrote it down on the back of my hand. Uh, well, I washed my hands, so uh, an imbalated ruminatol. Anyway, so this imbalated ruminatol. That's not it at all. I, okay, okay. Yeah, I no. thought maybe it was close. No, not even close. What is it? It's an innovative revenue tool. I knew that. That uh, is that point in the meeting where we look at ways to generate revenue for the city in innovative ways so that we don't have to keep like jacking up property taxes. And, uh, yeah, so we've got one from the community. Cool. Uh, yeah, and it's once again, it is our faithful listener, uh, Madeline Sheridan. Hey, Madeline. Uh, hello, Madeline. Uh, and she says, get the deep, dark woods to perform the song Good Time Charlie's from within the Capitol Hole Pit. The Holy. safe and stable feature. Holy crap, that's a great I know, idea. It is a really good idea. Yeah, yeah turn it into a concert bowl. We can lower them in in a cage. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> in case the Capital Point sharks get them, yeah, something like that. <laughs> I, I hadn't gotten that far. I just had the cage in my head, um, and I should also say that Madeline did actually submit a couple of tweets um, for when we were talking about comics earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, one referring to Star Trek Discovery. Why are you guys talking about a show you haven't watched? Fair enough. We were we were talking about a trailer I've watched. Yes. Yeah. yeah, Paul has watched the trailer for the show. I have seen approximately five episodes of the first season of the show. Yep. Um, and I'm deeply invested in Star Trek, so I think I get to talk. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Paul, Paul. And I'm a white dude. He's a white dude. Yeah, but, but w- won't you let the white guy talk, Madeline? Honestly. Anyway, uh, and a little known fact about her, Neil Gaiman is exactly one year younger than Madeline Sheridan. Oh, that's yeah. good to know. I I don't know how old Madeline is, so I can't deduce from that how old Garmin is in relation to, say, right. us. But I'm assuming the birthday is the same day. Yes. Which I'm, which, you know, is going to, like, save me a lot of trouble on, like, trying to remember both of them. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Now you know you can, you can just... Oh, it's Madeline's birthday. Better send a present to Neil. Yep. <laughs> Or you can just get the same thing and just you know send two top hats. Oh yeah, one, one to Madeline, one to Neil. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you'll be getting your top hat in the mail. Right. Okay, is that it for innovative revenue tools? Uh, no, I have one. Oh, let's hear. Do we have time? Yeah, we do. Okay. Thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. Uh, it occurs to me that uh, Regina tries to attract tourism, tourists to the city, but it strikes me that that's a lot of effort. Why not go to those places? Where the tourists are. Whoa! Yes. Put the city on wheels. Also, put a hinge down the middle of it so it can fold up like a briefcase. Nice. Yeah. And then just maybe just have people push it. Right. Yeah. And so therefore, you could go to, like, a city and instead of, like, selling brushes or encyclopedias. Yeah. You could sell your, like, uh, like you, you don't want to, do you want to see a writer's game? Well, just sit still. 
because Regina is coming to you. Nice. I, I like know. that. I, th- I, think it's, I think it's fantastic. Yeah. All right. Well, if that doesn't catch on, and I can't see how it wouldn't, uh, we fortunately have a few more innovative revenue tools to play right now. Hi, I'm local blogger Kenton DeYoung. Did you know the basement of St. Paul's Cathedral is a columbarium which stores over 150 urns? The basement also holds a quilt brought back from World War II that has decayed so much that it's too delicate to hang. The imagery on the quilt shows a scene from the New Testament, Matthew 15, verse 21 to 28, where Jesus removes a demon from a Canaanite woman's daughter. Nobody knows who made this quilt, where it's from, or why it has this scene on it. It's a Regina fact. You'll find more Regina facts on my blog, CantonDeYoung.com, and every week on the Queen City Improvement Bureau on 91.3 CJTR, Regina Community Radio. And we're back we're from back. Innovative Revenue Tools. Nice. And, of course, the City of Regina Fact from mm-hmm. Canton Dion. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm actually glad that we played that one because that leads directly into my Canton Dion Fact. Ooh, do tell. For the, for the week. Um, Canton Dion, along with his, his writing and his, and his other things, has a side hustle as an exorcist, and he uses, like, toiletries and kitchen implements. Really? Yeah, like a lot of people use uh, sort of, you know, persuasion. They, they use religious chants and so on. And Kenton has big tweezers, and he just he plucks demons out that way. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's pretty exciting. Yeah, and a, he has like a tweezers and a slotted spoon. Uh-huh. Yeah. That sounds like a really great Netflix series. It does, actually, doesn't yeah. it? Almost like it would be maybe like a weird Korean yeah. Uh, like uh, animated one. Tweezing out the devils. Tweezing out the devils. Or a Japanese, like a salary man who tweezes out devils. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Kenton, if you're listening, uh, perhaps you could be talking to Netflix mm-hmm. about your upcoming anime debut. Yep. Devil yep. Tweezer. And your sidekicks. Yes. To ruggedly handsome right. civil servants who work in a sub basement. And, the, and you. your other sidekicks, which are those literal packets of like food. Yep. Yeah. Those guys. Cane sidekicks. Yeah. Yeah. I knew what you were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what you were talking about. <laughs> uh, you, you did a convincing impression of someone who knew what I was talking about. That's how I get by every day. <laughs> I haven't got a clue what's going on, but I say I do with authority. That's right. I know what's going on. Yeah. Well, he sounds like he knows what's going on. <laughs> it's <laughs> white man armor. <laughs> Absolutely. Anyways, uh, I also have a Kenton DeYoung fact. Mm. Oh, we are blessed. I went to Kenton DeYoung's uh, Spanish flu talk. Oh, yes. I snuck out, and I went, and it was extremely well attended and thoroughly enjoyable. Really? Yeah. I mean, I I assumed. Yeah. Now, I don't know if anybody, like, it was at the Artesian on Monday night. Uh, People got to use the Artesian more. That is a fantastic, fantastic venue. Mm -hmm. The... uh, the little bar slash green room slash sitting room in the basement is I wish we had it down here because uh, the couches are the greatest yeah that's true and um, yeah it was uh, it's, it's just such a lovely space to host anything and uh, yeah Kenton did a great job it was thoroughly enjoyable yeah cool learned a lot of cool stuff about the Spanish flu that he didn't spoil in one of our meetings like is it Spanish you know what? I came in late. I think I missed the bit about how it got here, what the whole Spanish connection was. Ah. Uh, I'm yeah. wondering if it's... I think that's how your sneezes sounded. It's like, oh. Spanish! 
Oh. And people would be like, God bless you. Spanish, Spanish. That, yeah. that makes sense. And they're like, oh, no, you've got the flu. Oh, wow. I wonder, wonder if somebody, an actual Spanish person, caught it. Oh, that could have been it, too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who knows? But, I mean, we don't even know if it was, like, like spoke Castilian or Catalan. You know, we yeah, don't. We don't. Uh, yeah, because, like I say, I was late. Yeah. would have learned all those secrets if I had shown up ten That's minutes right. earlier. It would have been funny if Kenton had just gotten up and said, the Spanish flu is shrouded in mystery. Yeah. And then said, now here's here's the dead south. <laughs> and they played for like... That would have been know, a great show, that too. That would have been good, too. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. No, so anyways, uh, good job, Kenton. And I uh, hope he does uh, more of these. Well, actually, in just general, people should do more like more stuff at the Artesian. Yeah, and I mean, more stories about the history of this fine, sport. fine city of ours. That uh, I wanted to attend that day, however, was my birthday day. Mm-hmm. So I was in Saskatoon. Uh, at not, the zoo. Not seeing the Wapiti right. at the zoo. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you should do a talk about that at the Artesian. I should. Yeah. The day I did not see the Wapiti. Yeah. Yeah. And went home hungry. And why would you want to see a Wapiti? Are they because it's majestic? Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyways, what else do we have on the agenda here? Right. There's a council meeting coming up on Monday Ooh. at five thirty in the city hall, Ooh. just upstairs yes. from us. Yeah. Dandy. And you know, it's uh, I don't I don't know like, everything that's going to be on it. There's just a draft agenda. A few things that I do know. Barb Young was tweeting today mm. on Twitter. Mm-hmm. It's this thing, <laughs> social media. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. People, All the kids use it. People talk about it. Yeah, they 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 snap their chats. Mm-hmm. They tweet like a bald eagle. Yep. Uh, they lose their coupons. Yep. I've actually um, I've hired a uh, an intern. Oh. Yes. And I pay her about uh, seven dollars a tweet to type them out on a typewriter wow, and that's send a, them to me. That's a good deal by for, the post for an intern. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you know, I've I've realized something um, weird about myself. What's that? Um, the fact that I actually pronounce the word coupon like coupon with a, with a yes sound, and yet this last half hour I've been saying it like coupon <laughs> because I think you're I going think, native. <laughs> I, th- I, I, I think that's exactly it. I think I am trying to please the audience. Yes, who are who if if they hear someone say coupon on the air will riot perhaps 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 and. Uh, or just like laugh when yeah. they see me coming. I mean, they do that anyway. But anyways, back yeah. to Twitter. Right? Yes, Twitter. Yeah. Uh, so Barb Young, uh, mm-hmm. she pointed out that she is bringing a motion to fix poor roads to council on Monday. Uh, the current strategy is unacceptable. Come support change. Now, is she bringing a motion or e motion? A motion. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I like about this tweet. If I can just like deconstruct mm-hmm. the tweet, sure, absolutely. Talk about the tweet. Um, she's got a little bit of a Trumpian edge to it. You know? Yes, I noticed. Current that. strategy unacceptable. With two exclamation marks. Yeah. 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 All she needs to do is like capitalize something randomly. Yeah. yeah. Come she's support there. change. It's more positive than a Trump style tweet, but the but the grammar, yeah, the, yeah. Sent- the sentence structure is similar. Yeah. Wow. So. Um, Barb, if you're listening, how to fix this tweet, uh, you should put a, in all caps, sad at the end. Yes. And, and an exclamation sad. Yes. Yep. Our vagina must be strong. Yeah. 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 Make vagina great again. Make it great. Um, Merga. 
Uh, what else does she have to say? 136 kilometers of poor roads in Regina would take 60 years to fix. New strategy would take 36 years. Unacceptable. Sad. <laughs> Support motion to put all the residential road reserve toward poor roads until fixed. Come to council to support her. Um, That's, and, sorry, go. You, know, I, you know, I think, I'm not sure this is so bad. If it takes 60 years, I mean, they're effectively cutting it in half. Yeah. I, I mean, perhaps, perhaps she has a better plan, but I mean, well, she's sort of like hinting at it here. But I mean, cutting, cutting into time in roughly half seems to be pretty acceptable to me. Yeah. Yeah. So don't you ever, like, think when you see things like, oh, 60-year project to fix all the roads in the city or, you know, uh, 25 years to, uh, you know, implement the entire bike strategy or 31 and a half years to pay off the stadium? Don't you ever start to, like, look at those numbers and go, (laughs) I'm running out of time to see any of this stuff. That's I true. I, I may never live in a world where I get to see, you know, a city with all the residential roads that aren't, like, bunged up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, at this point, you're pretty much promising the city, like, treasures in heaven. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. it. So. Yeah, if it's, like, 60 years. I mean, this is, like, three generations from now. <laughs> so we'll get this. <laughs> uh, you know, it makes, it makes like, the, the, like, the Soviet Union five-year plans, like, that makes them look like pikers. Yeah, no yeah. kidding, eh? Don't know how to plan at all. So short-sighted, those <laughs> so Soviets. So short-sighted. Well, imagine a plan within one lifetime. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so that'll be happening on Monday, and, uh, well, that'll be interesting. Uh, I have noticed, uh, I, you know, I've snuck out a few times and wandered about the city a bit, and there are many roads that are, uh, like, many roads that have desperately needed work that have been getting some attention. Uh, one that I noticed is down in Old Lakeview by uh, Carrefour de Plain, the French school down by the university. Yes. I guess that's not Old Lakeview, but it's in Lakeview. Right. Um, or is it? I don't know. It's in the city. It's in the city. That road, this residential road, it, the, the asphalt had de- devolved to the point where it was almost indistinguishable from gravel. Wow. It was it was pitted and just rough, and it was like a dirt road in the middle of the city. And they're there. They're, like, replacing the sidewalks, replacing the roads. So, um, yeah. Now, is that time and entropy in action, or is it actually time gone backwards to an earlier state? Pretty sure it's time going backwards. Okay, that's what I yeah. thought, too. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, if you go by it every day, just, like, it's a little bit better. Yeah, I mean, I, I like, released, like, a reverse entropy virus into the ecosystem. Oh. You may recall. Yep. And uh, and I thought it had just died, but it sounds like it's uh, doing its work. I suspect what's going on well. here is that Barb Young is going to be like taking that pilot project of yours and running with it. Ah. And saying, this is how we can get the roads fixed faster, reverse entropy. Yeah, that's how we make Regina great again, yeah. by literally turning back the clock. Right. It's funny, actually, <laughs> now that you mention it, how much of a city's job is just basically staving off ent- entropy. Yeah. That's no, what, that's that's what that's what government does. Yeah, we just keep decay and time from claiming what's you know the, the world that we live in. Yeah, I feel pretty cool right yeah, now. Yeah, me too. I gotta say, yeah. I, where where are our leather jackets yeah. that we can pop? Of which we can pop the collars. Yeah, as we like put Ray Bans on and then sort of walk around in a little circle around the office. Yeah. Fighting off entropy. Fighting off entropy. 
Oh, man. We're cool. The entry killers. So there's another tweet here. Yeah, there's one last tweet. Council and administration have worked to find solutions to renewing and keeping the residential road network. 60% of Regina roads in good shape. We need to reevaluate the plan to meet the goal. Come to council and support a new plan. Murga. Okay. <laughs> Murga. Uh, yes. Well, yeah. that, that seems like a rather sensible tweet. Yeah. All right. So that's that's what people have to look forward to. Yeah. On uh, Monday. From, is, at least uh, from Councilor Young. Yeah. Now, Andrew Stevens also has a motion to uh, basically write a letter. Nice. Yeah. It's a letter. Uh, we, he wants the council to write a letter to a bunch of people and say, Biking's good. That's the oh. TLDR reversion. So, there, therefore, be it resolved, I won't, I'll read this out here, that City Council write to Gord Johns, Member of Parliament, Honorable Mark Garneau, Minister of Transportation, Honorable Catherine McKenna, Minister of Environment. Uh, that's not environment, that's environment. And the Honorable Ralph Goodale, Minister of Public Safety, to encourage the passage and implementation of Bill C-312, the National Cycling Strategy Act. Yeah. Ah. So, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like actually going to get us any new right. bike lanes this year. So they'll say, so. write a letter, and I am almost certain they'll say, no. Yeah. I've got an intern he could use nope. to write awesome. a letter. Yeah. But we, it sounds to me like you have to pay your intern a lot, though. You think? Seven dollars yeah. a tweet. Seven bucks a tweet. I mean, seven dollars isn't even like it's not even double digits. You know. And you know what? I don't have the money. <laughs> just oh, I'm just handing my OUs. Nice. So this intern actually gets paid what interns generally do get paid, which is nothing at all. Right. Okay. Cool. Yep. Good. Good. Stra sound strategy. Yeah. Murga. So I wrote a little note here just about how uh, Joel Murray, uh, another councillor, has been making noise on Twitter about getting more cycling stuff uh, taken seriously in the upcoming budget, uh, which I'm hoping we'll see in December. I don't know that we will, but that's when the budget cycle is working. December is when the budget should come out. Um, and I know that he's been getting around town on a motorized longboard, so he knows you know, just the state of uh, the non-car infrastructure in the city and so motorized long longboard yeah grow up joel yeah <laughs> no that sounds pretty cool actually <laughs> maybe we can get some yeah i bet she doesn't write sad at the end of his tweets <laughs> or murga murga <laughs> yeah so anyways that's it there's a couple other things but we can talk about those after the meeting uh, sure yeah those are coming up on sure. monday's council meeting uh i thought you know the other thing that we should talk about Aside uh, from the fact that this is 91.3 FM CJTR, Regina Community Radio, and this is the Queen City Improvement Bureau. Yeah. That's yeah. us. That's us. Yeah. Uh, first off, I want to I quickly touch on the protest camp in Wisconsin Park, the Justice for Our Stolen Children protest camp, the TPs in Wisconsin Park. Uh, we missed this item on last week's agenda, but right. there was uh, there's a court case. The uh, provincial government is trying to force them out of the... Uh, the park, uh, and what they're doing is they're <laughs> asserting their, uh, they're using the Recovery Act to assert their ownership over the land, the province's ownership over the land that the teepee's on, and say, hmm. seriously, dudes, yo, we own this, this is ours, you can't just, like, camp there, and, um... I, I have to say, there's a certain, there's a certain, uh, blindness 
in in telling in telling a group of indigenous people that they don't own the land that they're protesting on that's and they have to get off the land yeah yeah i was really hoping that their response would just be like a piece of paper with no duh written on it <laughs> or yeah or just yeah or just like just pull out the treaty and say in yeah. the treaty and say oh look at this yeah it's and then just get, and then say well we're going back in our teepees now yeah and that'll be that because it's it, it, I don't know, it, it infuriated me because it was, this is kind of like what underpins this entire protest. Yes. The right that the province is um, asserting right now. But I think what's actually going on, because named as a uh, as a defendant in this case, is Police Chief Evan Bray, who has famously chosen not to uh, send the cops in to break this camp up because it's a peaceful protest. Um, so I think he's actually the target. That's my guess. That Bray is the yeah. actual target of this court motion. Probably, yeah. Yeah. That's really odd. Yeah. I did not think I would actually see the provincial government sort of try and put the screws to a city chief of police. Yeah. It's a it's a strange it's a weird look. Yeah. Uh, I, Extremely. Yeah. 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 Everything about this thing is like sketchy and awful and <laughs> really, frankly, embarrassing. Yes. Yeah. Nice work, Scott. Yeah. Scotty Scott. Uh, and last up, the other thing that I thought we should talk about uh, before uh, we wrap up this meeting is on July 21st, the Leader Post ran an editorial from uh, the Calgary Sun, actually, uh, that was calling for Western independence because the federal government, this writer asserts, no longer is working in the interest of the West. Specifically, he says, Alberta and Saskatchewan. Well, this is an entirely new thing that I have never heard of before. Really, Western yes. independence? Yeah, just, I know. I, I am, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a little blindsided because this is no historical precedent in this country at all. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, the, uh, you know what? I didn't write the guy's name down, but he, he is a former MP with the Conservatives. Oh, um, I, I can't remember the name either. Yeah. Uh, what were his concerns? His, his Basically, he presented evidence for why the mm. government is no longer protecting us uh, out here in the West. Uh, the equalization formula, he says, uh, is rubbish. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, the federal carbon tax, uh, which uh, it's not a carbon tax. It's a carbon price. It's only a carbon tax if you want to make it a carbon tax. Um, yeah. the pro every province got to make its own deal. It's just we've got to deal with climate change, guys. Yep. Pricing is the way that works. Um, he also said, uh, as a new country, we could negotiate a modernized deal with First Nations communities. Ooh. Yeah. I, I bet I bet it'll be very forward-thinking, this modernized deal. I'm betting. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I'm betting First Nations communities would really like to open that up. Again. Oh, yeah. The indigenous peoples are just champing at the bit to, like, side-to-side yeah. side with a former conservative party MP. Yeah. And he followed that up immediately with property rights. And this is a quote. The West could enshrine a precise reference to property rights in our new constitution so law-abiding citizens could better protect themselves and their property from criminals with some assurance that they themselves wouldn't face criminal charges for doing so. Criminal charges that they actually would not be found guilty on? They don't, they, they, that's so, too much. Right. So due process is too much to ask. Right. right. So they should just be able to, like, just walk around and shoot people willy-nilly. Yep. Anybody on the property just gets a bullet. Yeah. Wow. And again, considering the recent history 
in Alberta and Saskatchewan around uh, people defending their property. Uh, and maybe this is the modernized deal he's yeah. talking about. <laughs> maybe, maybe, the, maybe, he, maybe these are the new treaty uh, arrangements that he would, this person would like to implement. Yeah, uh, it's pretty freaking scary. Um, he also uh, thinks it would be great because we'd be able to get rid of the Charter of Rights and Freedoms. Oh, thank God. Um, well, I remember my uh, my father-in-law, who is leans right. Uh, just sort of said, you know, this is it's a gift to lawyers. That's how he oh, yeah. likes to refer to Charter of Rights and Freedoms. Oh, yeah? So anyway, yes. They don't get enough. I know. Lawyer, come on. Lawyers need all the love and all the help they can get. They really do. Present, built into the Constitution for yeah. the lawyers. It's yeah. Nice. It's nice. Yeah. I think, uh, I, think what's la- I think it's cake. Yeah, and then he ended it off with just, you know, for something like this to happen, we need, like, good, strong leadership. And he uh, put his, pointed his finger at Brad Wall and said that perhaps without a requirement for French, another thing we'd get to ditch, um, uh, Brad Wall might take this on. I think I think Brad Wall has better things to do with his time. You think? I, think, I, think Wall I don't was... know that he does. <laughs> Did you see the beard that man grew? No. He's, well, I don't know, maybe he had to shave it when he got that job in Calgary. Ooh, nice. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's a rite of passage that all middle-aged men must go through when they change their lot in life. They grow a gigantic, crazy, biblical beard. Oh, yeah? They, they do it. They do it, David Letterman. Huh. So do you think that he's going to, like, you know, come out to Saskatchewan and say, I'm going to, like, walk you guys across the... The, the Red Sea, the, the, Red the waters. Sea. That's right. I will, I will emancipate the I will people open, of Saskatchewan. I will open the black sarcophagus and part the red <laughs> liquid within. Yes. Slurping it up. <laughs> um, Takes a little longer. There is another reason this article really annoyed me. Do tell. He's to- so stepping on our toes at the Queen City Improvement Bureau. I noticed that. We, many, 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 many months ago, we had an innovative revenue tool where we talked about the importance of uh, independence as well. Mm-hmm. And we suggested that uh, maybe cities would be better off independent, independent from provinces right. because then we wouldn't ever have, like, you know, our, uh, you know, our transfer payments from the province ripped out from underneath yes. us, like our grants in lieu were two budgets ago. Right. Um, and I think... You know, that across the country, nearly 80% of the population lives in cities now. Mm-hmm. Um, that, you know, this may be something that we need, like, if they're going to be pushing this notion of Western separation, seriously, I think the QCIB should start pushing this notion of municipal separation exactly. more strongly. Yes. Yeah. And it's so galling because, I mean, the concept of independence was so foreign to people before we came up with it mm-hmm. that the, the word didn't even exist. We had no. to, like, coin that term, yeah. independence. Well, we used to be the Queen City of Independence Bureau. Well, that's right. Yeah. yeah. But then we knew that wasn't enough because, you know, once you have independence, you need to improve stuff. Right. Exactly. So that's a little-known little known bit of history about yeah. the Queen City Improvement Bureau. Yeah. We'll be doing a talk about this at the Artesian, the history of the QCIB. Burger. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, uh, I, I think it would be lovely if uh, we all just, just, we just, just all split apart. Yeah, just shiver the whole thing to pieces. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we'll be islands unto ourselves, people. Yeah. 
So, uh, you know what, that's pretty much it. Uh, it. I did have like a note about uh, while we're having this meeting, there's actually a talk going on right now uh, at the Civic Museum about uh, craft, brewery, craft breweries and their impact on communities. Oh. Yeah, and it's being done by Assistant Professor in Geography at the U of R, Vanessa Matthews, who is an expert in urban planning, um, community building, and craft breweries. Fascinating. I mean, this, yeah. I mean, this is the thing. I mean, it's of all the things that I did not expect the, the 21st century to bring is this strange sense of, like, local identity based around, like, local beer. Yeah. It just, I just did not no. see that one coming. Yeah. yeah. It's funny because uh, I remember, like, the 90s, um, back when, like, comics like Sandman were new. <laughs> Um, it was all about like the, the local coffee shop and defending yeah. those from the intrusion of like right. chain coffee shops, but um, the the identity that seems to be attached to a beer that is brewed and bottled or um, you know canned in a neighborhood, uh, yeah, it's crazy how that has become such a uh, a thing. Yeah. How is that? How is that, know. people? I don't know. Let's ask Vanessa. Uh, yes, we'll ask Vanessa. Yeah. So, anyways, she's having her talk right now. Uh, hopefully, you know, I'm, I've sent her a, a letter by parcel post. Excellent. Uh, and hopefully, uh, she gets it. And I have requested that uh, perhaps she come here and do a report for us. That would be great. Because, uh, like, she points out that there's, you know, the the other side of this is like gentrification, which um, I don't know, like. The, what gentrification I've seen from the microbreweries in Regina has all been of the the, the quality kind, like the, not the intrusive driving people out, like uh, the heritage neighborhood where multinational is. Um, I think it's it's basically provided that community node that that neighborhood never really has had. I agree, or at least hasn't had for like decades and decades. Yeah. I mean, if if there are people who live in that neighborhood who want to correct us, please correct us. Yeah. Write in, tweet in, do what you must. Yeah, and then Rebellion, which is in the warehouse district, which mm. doesn't have like a you know a residential neighborhood there. Uh, it's you know it's going to be one of those anchor uh, businesses along with say Bushwhackers right. that will you know be it's the the community in waiting when the rail yards project actually happens. Gotcha. Yeah. So, mm. anyways, that's about it. That's that's the whole of our agenda. Wow, that was that was a. Great agenda, top marks okay. on on this week's agenda. Yeah, did yeah. we improve things measurably? Have we? Have we ever? I don't want to I think about know. that too hard. Yeah, me neither. I don't. I don't want to look at my life's work too closely. No, I don't want to put that under a microscope. Yeah. <laughs> at least not until our next uh, staff like HR assessment. Yeah. So, if you recall, the last one did not go well. No, that went pretty badly. Yes. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I guess we should, you know, do that call for an adjournment thing. Okay, well, I'll, I'll, I move to adjourn. I second that motion. Okay, motion is passed. You have been listening to the Queen City Improvement Bureau on 91.3 FM CJTR, Regina Community Radio. Your hosts have been, still are, Paul Deschen and Aidan Morgan. Music by Ryan Hill, a.k.a. Guidewire, uh, which is always, always welcome to hear the QCIB theme song. You can find us on Twitter at Queen, C- uh, Queen City IB, on Facebook, and of course our website, QueenCityIB.com. We broadcast Thursday evenings, 7 to 8 p.m., and rebroadcast Monday mornings, 9 to 10 a.m. Uh, is there anything else? You can also find us cjtr.ca slash podcasts if you are of a mind, or go to iTunes and find us there. 
Coming up next is the Nerdcore Cabaret, followed by the cockpit, and then music into the wee wee hours. That's all. Keep on improving, Regina. Thank you. 